Hey, Yohanyak, welcome back to another NFL edition of the Rambling Viking Podcast. So glad you're with me today and a part of the Hanyak Horde. Remember to, you know, maybe leave a five-star review, share this with your friends, or even give your feedback. So, got a lot to get into today, so I won't waste your time with the crazy intro. It was a wild week. It was a fun week. Lots of good stuff. Remember, we're doing a pigskin pick'em, which is basically you make your uh, picks... Uh, for all the NFL games every week, and you can join the group and pick against yours truly and a couple other people, see how you match up, and that's kind of what we use to track things, so it's a lot of fun. But join that. The link for that is in the description, so it's a link to the website, which will give you all the information and all the places you can go, all the social medias. But first up, let's talk about that pick and pick them. Um, dropped down to second, so had a little bit of a rough week. Um, so as it stands, it is Skunk Line, me, your boy, and then um, it looks like a Divin. So he missed a couple weeks though, but he he beat me this week. So if we're looking week to week, I got last this week in the individual week, but in the overall, I'm at I'm in second. So a lot of fun. Let's go check out my picks, see how we did, but. Uh, first and foremost, the Thursday night game, which I kind of said was a non-game, turned out to be a good... The Jaguars surprised everybody. Came out, the Bengals really had to claw their way back, and fortunately, keep me uh, keep me from being a liar. And so the Bengals won, they pulled that one out. It was actually kind of an interesting game, going back and forth. Kind of an exciting game. Uh, looked like the Jags maybe wanted to win one. Just one, though. Uh, but they didn't. And then, oh boy, um, I'll say this, the NFC least is dead, if you've been tracking that at all. The Eagles were the only team in the NFC East to lose this week. I saw a funny meme where it was like, <laughs> where it was basically, it was the Eagles coming in like, I can't say it on the pod, but... <laughs> It was, they framed it normally, you know, it's the one, if there's one team who wins, they come in, they're like, ah, I'm the king. Well, Eagles being like, they're like holding it down for the NFC least, and <laughs> the Eagles are like, ah, I came in, I'm the only one who lost. And, yeah, that was the case. The Washington football team had quite the game against the Atlanta Falcons, where Taylor Heineke, and Connor, you'll appreciate this, maybe, really channeled his best Inner Eli Manning circa 2010, uh, scramble, specifically in Super Bowl and big games where he would have the most awkward scrambles where maybe one guy kind of pulls on his jersey and he steps away and another guy's coming and he's not, he, he's wobbly and he just kind of launches it and you're like, that looked like a crappy pass, but it like kind of works out and his receiver, his receiver, the chemistry is there where he's like, oh, I know this pass and gets in position and makes the catch. There were several of those um, along with... Uh, the Falcons. The Falcons are building a dynasty of epic comebacks, not not comebacks that they're doing, but of people having epic comebacks against them. That's really what they're building. And I mean, it all started in the Super Bowl, and they've just continued time and time again to prove everyone right. And it's actually been pretty hilarious for me. So I think that's all. Yeah. Oh. We did have the worst, the worst roughing the passer call I've ever seen. Chase Daniels just shoves him. And and 
shoves Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan kind of stays up enough to throw it after the shove and then and doesn't complete the pass, and they call a roughing passer to give them a first down. Worst call I've seen. Um, and on worst calls, I benched Cordero Patterson. Yes, it's his name. For Atlanta, who I picked up last week, and he had three receiving touchdowns, and he was riding my bench, and I'm pretty sure I lost this week in fantasy and would have won had he been in my starting lineup. So that's fun. Oh, screw-ups all around. Then we have, oh, this is, oh, lots of stuff on this one. The Bills beat the Texans 40-0. to That's about it. Uh, oh, I still have no idea who the Houston Texans quarterback is, and I at this point, I I, I haven't cared to look up until now, so I'm just going to continue that. We we don't know. I think he's a white guy, and I haven't figured out. So yeah, there we go. Um, oh boy, so Justin Fields, Bears, Lions. Oh, by the way, I've not been saying I got. I picked the Falcons. Whoops, won't make that mistake again. Uh, picked the Bills. Yay. And unfortunately, I picked the Lions, <laughs> thinking the Bears. But then when they were kind of forced, and then they put in Justin Fields. I don't know what's going on with Nagy and uh, Dalton's our guy. Dalton's our guy. I think he's really, he's really wants it to be the Chiefs model with Alex Smith and having Mahomes behind him for a whole season. And that in- propelled him then into what we see now. And he really wants that, but... It's kind of like, hey, Justin Fields is just better already, so just just start him. And he kind of proved that. Also, the Detroit Lions really put their best Detroit faces on. And wow, uh, we got our, some people call it the new edition of the butt fumble. It's the crotch uh, Oski. And it's where, if you haven't seen it, I'll, I'll, I will put a link uh, for this video. It's great. Uh, center hikes it. Jared Goff is not ready. He's adjusting the call at the line of scrimmage. So he's he, he takes a couple steps forward. And it boinks off him, kind of his, his abdomen. And Dean Lyman stands up, catches it. Wildest interception you will see all season. And it was incredible. He also had a, I don't know if he just dropped it, the ball slipped out of his hands, or if he was hit. But it was a forced fumble that way. that he lost. I mean, it was all around uh, bad. And it was, it was so good. Um, so good. It was, it was so bad, it was good. Call it the crotch botch. I like the crotch Oski. Um, what what should we call it? Hmm? That's I'll pose that question. If you listen on Spotify, check the description, and you may see that as the question of the week. Because now I can post questions and polls. And if you haven't seen it in the last couple episodes, I've done some 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 questions, some polls. You can go answer those uh, through just through the description on Spotify. Even if you don't listen through Spotify, but maybe you have the app, or you could just. You know, log in, go on, uh, I think on the website, I don't know, but you can go and check it out and uh, let your voice be known. I'm making it way too easy for you guys to pitch in, so. Yeah, so that, so yeah, the Bears handle business, 24-14. All right, then, once again, another wrong pick. I mean, can you blame me, though? The Dallas Cowboys played like everyone like they actually, they played up to their talent level. And against the Panthers, and they only won 36-28, tw- uh, to 28, I picked the Panthers because the Panthers, Panthers were looking good. Sam Darnold is over here getting rushing touchdowns. 
Who knew? I mean, I guess that's what happens when you actually end up on a real team and not the New York Jets, or as we like to call it, the QB incinerator. <laughs> but yeah, so a little disappointed in that. I, I'm going to call it a fluke. Zeke had a bunch of yards. Dak had a bunch of touchdown passes. And it was like, oh, this is... It was like that moment where it's like, oh, this is what we have the potential to do. But I will say Carolina is really still just a middle-of-the-road team. So we'll see how that pans out and if they can keep that consistency. Because they are an NFC East team. And Lord knows, they we love we love getting a little build-up only to break your heart. To rip it out of your chest and st- curb stomp it repeatedly until it's dust. So, And that's what we're all hoping for with the classic Dallas Cowboys. They're going to show a little glimmer of good and then... And then get back on track to tanking. All right. Then the Dolphins, Colts. Look, the Colts had not looked good. The Dolphins had looked decent. And the Colts blew up today. And I picked the Dolphins along with most people. And the Colts won. So, which I'm, I've got mixed feelings about. Because as you know, if you if you know me at all, football fan, I'm a really, really like Carson Wentz. And we unfortunately ruined him in Philly. Shipped off to his old buddy Frank Reich in Indy. And now, personally, I'm hoping for the best for him as an individual but also being the AFC, it really has no effect on me. So I'm like, sort of, kind of, Colts fan. And feeling good. Ready to do it. So uh, he played well. And at, he's, he's over his double ankle roll. So hopefully we won't do any more of that stuff. But yeah. Then, oh, this was the game that we got. So, you know, being in Oklahoma, being an Eagles fan, I usually don't get most Eagles games. I get defaulted to stupid Cowboys games. Now, they're good if... The Cowboys are losing, but you know when the Cowboys actually look good, I'm glad I didn't have the Cowboys game this week. I would have been pissed watching that live. But we, I, when you look at that, so you can look at the coverage map to see which games you get in your region because it's all split up. And the whole middle of the United States got Kansas City, Philly, except except this little purple blurb. I think it was purple or blue. In in central and northwest Oklahoma, even southern Oklahoma, was was getting the Chiefs Eagles game, but just like n- central and northwestern Oklahoma were blue, and they got the Browns Vikings game because Baker Mayfield. Now here's my complaint. You'd say, well, yeah, he's OU quarterback. Here's my the Eagles have an OU quarterback. Granted, he was only there for one season. He was mainly a Alabama quarterback. But shh. We got an OU quarterback, okay? And they're playing who? They're playing who? The Chiefs, who are are one of the two regional teams in the middle of the country. Chiefs, and then you have the Cowboys right there. And they kind of cover, you know, from Missouri, Kansas, even a little bit of Nebraska to Oklahoma. And that's all Dallas, Kansas City area. And and we didn't get it. We got robbed. So, which I will say, I mean, the Browns, Vikings, I picked it right. It was an ugly game. Uh, but I obviously I was like, yes, I finally get to watch my team. Albeit they were playing the Chiefs and they were going to get blown out, and they did, and we'll get to that in a minute. And but still, I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying. I, I want to watch my team. I want to watch my team. So good job on me picking the Browns. That was a, it was a good game, I guess. I mean, it was one of those real. Um, I almost said knuckle biter, nail biter. Oh, oh boy, Saints Giants. You know, 96% of us, you know, were confident that the Saints were going to win. I'm pretty sure, though, this technically would have been a Jameis down week. I, But really, I think what it came down to was 
Uh, the Giants remembered that they have Saquon Barkley and actually used him. And Daniel Jones apparently looked good. But, yeah, that's what I saw. Threw a pass to Saquon, gave him the ball a lot. So, yeah, I don't really know what to... I have a note about it. Let me pull that up. It was kind of crazy. Heineke... <laughs> yeah, no, that's all I said. The Giants finally remembered who Saquon was and that he was on their team. And guess what happens when you do that? I don't know. You can win games sometimes. It, it, they, they still drug it out to overtime and went and scored. But uh, old Graham Gano coming through clutch. So, yeah, Giants won over here. Maybe maybe they don't want to draft it. I just think they didn't want to go over is really what they did. So now they're going to lose out and try and get that get another great draft pick. Hopefully to replace Daniel Jones. If you're a Giants fan, if you're not though, I'm keep Daniel Jones. That's my that's my suggestion. All right, then then honestly, the biggest upset of the week I think was the the, the Titans Jets. Ninety eight percent picked the Titans and me included, and they lost. And it went to overtime and they they missed the field goal in overtime, and so that's why the Jets ultimately won. But wow, they lost. And I'm gonna chalk this up too. They just didn't want to go over. This was the Jets' one win that they will get this season where it's like, hey, we'll actually let you look like a real football team. And you would have thought, I mean, when I was watching the game here in the cheers, you would have thought the Jets won the freaking Super Bowl, man. It was crazy. Uh, which, going not going over is winning the Super Bowl if you're the Jets. So, good job to them. They got their one win. The Titans, you know, we'll just call it early season struggles, trap game, whatever you want to call it, but... Yeah, not much doing there. I will just say this. I mean, Derrick Henry looks like he's running so slow, but he's just so freaking tall and big that like his his one mediocre speed stride with with all the power he puts into it with those monster legs is the equivalent of like five of my fastest, most powerful strides, and is probably still faster than that. And so that's why. I mean, he just looks like he's moving slow, but he's clearly moving past all the people. And so you're just like, it's just weird. You know, one of those one of those things where it's like it just looks weird oh boy I picked the Eagles out of you know solidarity to they're my team but the Chiefs already lost they had that hard game to the Chargers they're two and two right now or now they're two and two I guess and the Eagles are like you know what you know what sounds nice another good draft pick so let's tanky tank now 42 to 30 that sounds like a Chiefs game uh, you would think, oh, wow, it's kind of close. No, no, no. It was like 42 to 21 at one point, and then the Eagles kind of finally, uh, they kicked some field goals, I guess. It was it was bad. Um, they, yeah. I, well, I think I think it was 42 to 20, and I because I didn't have the game, as you've already heard. And uh, I'll tell you this. Jalen Hurts QBR was a, not QB rating, but QBR was a 39. So QBR only goes to 100. So that tells you anything. I mean, nothing unexpected there. They're the only ones who really want the NFC lease to continue, which it won't. It's dead. Uh, And then the Cardinals, last undefeated team in the league. Now, I'm only feeling good about this because, you know, I keep referencing how the last two seasons I've said the Cardinals are going to be good. The Cardinals are going to be good. If they work out these kinks, they're going to be good. Guess what? They're good. They beat the Rams. It was actually, I went back and watched the highlights. It was actually kind of a fun, competitive game. And But 
they they handled business 37 to 20. Got that pick right, thank goodness, after a string of wrong picks in the middle. Then the Seahawks took care of business at San Fran. San Fran seems to be in the similar situation. They put in Trey Lance to try and fix their problems. Seattle, you know, only I picked with the minority. I remember doing this. 48, only 48% picked Seattle. And something's going on with Seattle. They've they've got some issues they gotta work out. Now, if they in typical Seattle fashion, they 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 magic their way. They Russell Wilson magic their way into some wins. Like I think today was probably one of them, and will, and then they can work out their kinks. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know though. I don't know them and them and San Fran. I'm just like I don't know. Then Baltimore took care of business at the Broncos. Now I will say this: after going back and watching a short little review of it, Teddy Bridgewater took a shot, and Drew Lock came back in, and then they were the Broncos were reminded why they brought in Teddy Teddy Bridgewater, uh, so they could actually be competitive because it was close until Teddy Bridgewater went out and then it was like oh this is it was a totally different game so I mean I picked the Ravens obviously I thought they would win anyways but I will say this and before Teddy Bridgewater went out the Broncos were actually competitive I didn't think they were going to win but they could they would have they would have been within striking distance so uh, we were all talking about you know the Broncos are undefeated and they were probably going to lose this game but I will say it was not one of those where it's like oh you really got put in your place like you're not actually good you beat bad teams it's like no you're actually decently competitive Maybe another season, and then you'll, if you can maintain where you're at and keep your personnel, you'll be all right. Packers handle business against the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger is just freaking old. He's just old and busted. Um, and Green Bay, doing Green Bay stuff. I don't know what you want from me. I picked them. And then now Sunday Night Football. That was one of the best Sunday Night Football games. Was you know Tom Brady's return? All the people with half jerseys. I hate you. It's fine though. And be loyal to a freaking team, please. Uh, yeah, in, interesting. I had someone ask me that this week when I was like um, in, our, in our fantasy group. Was it Josh? might have been Josh. I don't know. But he was like, hey. He's like, oh, I thought you jumped ship with Wentz. And I was like, excuse you. Which, I mean, there are certain times where people will jump ship. and But they're following a player and they're going to stick with a player. And if you're a player guy and you're, and you're sticking with some particular player and you really hold no hard allegiance. My problem is I have a well-established hard allegiance. I have a replica Super Bowl ring. And Jersey, this goes back to freaking like middle school, elementary school. I can't abandon them. I stuck with them through all the Chip Kelly crap, and then we got a Super Bowl, and guess what? Now we're back in the dumps again because our front office seems to not know how to keep any good people around and and handle a good situation. So, I'm here. I'm here for the worst of it and here for the best of it. Whew, got a little aggressive there. But the Bucks won, and I picked the Bucks. Only on a missed field goal by the Patriots. So it was competitive, though. It was good. And, I, I, you know, the Bucks aren't necessarily dominating. And the Patriots, though, Mac Jones, look, people were blown away. Everyone was shocked when Cam Newton got cut. But at the same time, I don't know. Like, when I watched him, I was like, I don't see Cam Newton. I haven't seen any serious development in his game. And, that, and to me, it's like people are like, he's a great athlete. He's a great athlete. But I, he just, I don't think he could quite fully develop his quarterback game to really be that next level and be that really complete quarterback. And you might just totally disagree with me and want to come at me for this and say it's unfair, but I'm sorry. It just, you know, gotten a, he, he got his chance at the Patriots. Then Mac Jones came in. People were like, wow, he, he's putting in Mac Jones. Well, I saw Mac Jones play. I saw him manage a game. I saw him make throws, make good decisions. I saw Mac Jones play like a legit quarterback. Also, too, I think... 
part of what Cam Newton is, you got to overemphasize how much a power runner he is. And so you felt hamstrung or uh, your offense would feel hamstrung into doing a certain system, which you want to, you want to tailor your system to a quarterback. But I think it had to be so geared towards him that it made it too easy to defensively game plan. But these is all speculation. I'm not a professional at this at any means, so would love your thoughts on what you think about that whole situation. I know we're feats removed. And then finally, Monday night, which was so disappointing. Not the game. The game was great, but it could have been so much more. But unfortunately, we do not get Monday night Manning for like another two weeks. And I'm and I'm and I'm gonna I'm basically I want to watch on mute. I once you have I've tasted and seen that Monday Night Manning is just the best, and that it's the only commentary I want on Monday Night Football. And guess what I got? I got the regular old Monday Night Football with Steve Levy overusing and being overly fascinated with with putting the term deep penetration into his commentary, talking about the Raiders haven't penetrated this deep into charges. Nobody says that. Why? He used it two times in like a minute and a half. And I was like, dude, you need to calm down. Steve Levy has got some weird obsession with deep penetration, and it's not okay. Okay? Also, I just realized, wow, the takes suck. It's all the same bull crap. They have some okay takes, but I was like, man, it's just... Monday Night Manning is the best. And and I'm sorry if you like regular commentary, but it's just not fruitful at all. Just crap, generic statements. They kind of talk a little bit. But I don't know. You just got so much more of a full picture of a scheme, right? Of, you know, talking about, oh, you're seeing this coverage, so this is kind of the, the game plan you're going to do and go to this. And all they're saying is, you've got receivers like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I mean, you got to go to those guys. The defense is going to game plan on those guys. Okay, thank you. Are you, are you. How about, how about? oh, you see how they're lined up? No. I want to talk about what coverages they're going to do? No. I mean, they, they talk about a little bit, but... Ugh. So, let's see. I had some other notes on it. It was, it was just all disappointing all around. Oh, this was hilarious, though. No, they had a rain delay or because of lightning. Here's... Okay, someone explain this to me, right? So, I guess SoFi Stadium has some open-air aspects on the sides, but it is enclosed, and there was lightning in the area, and they delayed the game. <laughs> they sent the teams back to their locker rooms, like they're outside. And uh, the camera showed John Gruden. He was like, uh, I thought we were in a dome, right? Say that to like one of the refs or somebody, but whatever. Here's the funny part about that. They're like, oh, lightning, can't have players on the field. First of all, it's on the side. The sides are open, so the top is closed. I feel like you're safe. And uh, secondly, you still have like, 80 to 100,000 people just sitting in these stands. And so, but you're like, oh, we're going to send the team away. But, you know, these people up in the nosebleeds, they're fine. They can sit there for 40 minutes, which there was no risk of lightning because the top is closed. But still, it's just, it was goofy and stupid. Um, And I don't even know what to make of it. But, yeah, I would, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Other stupid things that Steve Levy said. Uh, he said trickeration instead of just saying trickery. You know? Oh, the Chargers. Okay, act to the actual game now. It was a fun back and forth. Justin Herbert is that dude. Another another quarterback, a young quarterback who I know I've, I've, I've raved on a little bit. Not as much as like Kyler Murray, but he's good. He's really good. And he's a lot of fun to watch. And he... And he has his long hair back and he looks so much better. But now he has this weird musty like mustache and 
wispy goatee. And he either needs to try and get it to thicken up or just shave it because it, it doesn't look good. But, okay, to the actual substance. Tire, and that's enough of the analysis you don't get anywhere else. Uh, pick the Chargers, and the Chargers won. They really handled business. Uh, the Raiders tried them out a good comeback. We'll say this. The Raiders are good. Chargers look like they're good. So, it, overall, it was a good game. Fun to watch. Could have been better if we would have had the Monday Night Manning bros. More double birds from Eli and whatnot. But, hey, uh, I guess they haven't worked all that out. Um, if you're with me, though, I mean, we need to, like, start a petition or something to get Monday Night Manning every Monday night. I, I, I just And I want that to be the main broadcast. No way fans are butts about it. Get these losers out of here. Sorry, don't mean to hate on the normal commentators, but when you get transcendent-level commentating by them, by by these Manning brothers, what, what, what am I supposed to do, right? Like, it's just like I've had... It's like me living in Oklahoma when I actually went to the Gulf Coast and had Gulf fresh seafood, like fresh out of the Gulf, like just off the boat, straight into the restaurant, and then on to cooked, and then onto my plate and into my mouth. And then I come back here and I'm like, oh yeah, super landlocked, like 10 hours from any seafood. It all has to be frozen and sent to me. I mean, you can still get good, but it just it doesn't compare. I'm sorry. Now, for most of the time, that's what I have to get because they can't commentate on every single game, and that's okay. That's okay. But... Uh, did, did pretty good overall on my picks. Not happy about a lot of them, but it went well. Uh, how did you do on your picks? How did you feel about your picks? Oh, I need to reference too. So, uh, before we transition onto making next week's picks and looking at the upcoming week, I want to remind you that whoever your team is, send in your prediction for their game or send in your recap. So I've got one and it's nice too if you can have really so Connor sent in his prediction and uh, he sent it he sent it in for last week but it was after the podcast had posted and so I'll play it for you real quick. He he sent it in and um but here we here was Connor's prediction for uh last week's game against the Falcons. They are going to lose this game. And there you have it. It looks like uh, he made the wrong choice, which I don't blame him because I think everybody thought they were going to lose that game, but they didn't. So thank you, Connor, for that prediction. So even if your prediction was a little bit late, we might, we might do a little reflective, reflexive look at it like we did there where we say, hey, let's look back, see what you predicted. So send it in. You got a whole bunch of different ways you can send in your prediction for your team or just give me any and all thoughts on how on their performance as well and we'll talk about it remember I want this to be a you know a, more of a community commutative conversation and where you guys get to have your pick because what other sports show do you really get to you know chime in usually you just end up yelling at the tv and or yelling at here you might be yelling at your car stereo well if you feel that way just flip on voice memo on your phone Give it a little quick 30 seconds, minute, whatever. Or if you're Connor, five seconds. And then uh, send it in. Send it over to me. We'll play it on the show. So that's what we're doing. But all right, let's move on and make this week's picks. Yeehaw, yeehaw. All right, week five. Let's go. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Okay, Thursday night should be actually interesting. So if you're not watching East East... Eastern Carolina, Coastal Carolina, sorry. 
which you should be because they are the best. Um, or if you have multiple TVs, you might you can put on Coastal Carolina on one. You can put Thursday Night Football on the other. We've got the Rams-Seahawks. And the majority are going with the Rams, 72%. And I'm actually going to agree. Because there's just something shaky. Now, there's something shaky about the Rams, too. And we saw that kind of get exposed. But from what I saw, they still look better than Seattle has, at least over the last few weeks. Seattle has been shaky. And the Rams are 3-1. and one, Seattle's 2-2. Two and two. I'm going with the Rams. Oh, boy. Then the trash battle over here. Uh, the water trash showdown. Which flame will go out in the in which dumpster first? New York Jets, Atlanta Falcons. Or it's a non-bi-week bye week game of the week. And so you've got Jets and Falcons. Both 1-3. and three, Both didn't want to go over. So here we are. This is a game that I'm sorry if you have this game in your region, literally find anything else to do. Knitting, um, pick up a new hobby. I like literally paint a little patch on your wall and watch it dry. Anything would be better than that. Maybe not. Or maybe since they're both trash, it'll kind of be, they'll duke it out, right? And it'll be a little trash battle. So uh, your pick though, geez, 18% picked the Jets, 82% picked the Falcons. But we know the Falcons are building an epic comeback dynasty over here. So I'm going to pick the Jets. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. All right, Packers, Bengals. Yikes, I want to pick the Bengals. But the Packers are just freaking being the Packers. But the Bengals, I'm going with underdogs. I'm picking against the grain. Bengals, I'm part of that 13% that picked you. Come on, let's go, Cincy, Joey B. Lions, Vikings. So the Vikings awkwardly are only one and three. The Lions are zero and four, doing being real like the Lions. Ninety-two uh, percent pick the Vikes. I'm going with that ninety-two percent, just based off the model of hey, a decent defense and a good run game, and that's enough to beat these crap teams. We'll see if we get another Krachowski. Um. Then we have, you know what I'm realizing? Pause. Interjection. Tangent. I forgot to bring up my favorite play. From the Chargers. I love what the Chargers are doing. They're mixing it up. They ran a fake field goal that actually was a punt. And it was incredible. It was going to be like a 54-hour field goal. Hiked it straight to the kicker. And he just did a little quick pooch punt. And it was awesome. Never seen that before. Super cool. Shout out to the Chargers. I knew I was forgetting something. All right. Broncos, Steelers. Most Oh, this is a close one. 48-52. Depending, this is all dependent upon the status of Teddy Bridgewater. I have no idea what's going with on with him as if this if this injury of his or problem of his I don't I, I hope it wasn't a concussion hopefully whatever it is it's now water under the bridge <laughs> boom I got to insert a cool sound there and <laughs> hopefully it's water under the bridge <laughs> and we can move on and they can win I want to go with the underdogs here Broncos over the Steelers uh, but I don't know. That 52%, it's tempting to pick the Steelers, who are 1-3, and three, and the Broncos, who are 3-1. and one. But if they have Teddy Bridgewater, it's going to be the Broncos. John, let me know your thoughts. All right, Dolphins, Bucks. Uh, wow, 98-2 to two in favor of the Bucks. I think you guys are sleeping on the Dolphins a little bit too much. We found Jacoby Brissett, okay? And they actually were decent in a couple other games. They didn't look decent last game. Um, yeah, they're definitely going to lose. It's no questions no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Tom just finally beat, got his, um, you know, great white buffaloes, golden goose. He beat the last NFL, the only NFL team he hadn't beat. 
And that's the Patriots. So good job. All right. Didn't they just play? Oh, the Saints are going through the NFC East gauntlet. They have Washington football team. Here we go. Last week was their down week. I didn't see if James threw any picks, though. But he should play like a god this week since they're doing the every other thing. And Washington, I don't think they can do that magic they did two weeks in a row. That 101-yard kickoff return. Um, what else do they have? Oh, yeah. Like two of those crazy Eli Manning-esque scramble, just kind of throw it up there and your receiver, it happens to go right to your receiver type nonsense. Uh, the Saints should definitely beat them. But it's still only a 60-40 split, so that's kind of crazy. But we'll see. The, I mean, they should get back to losing what they're good at. Oh, crap. The Eagles play the Panthers. Who? So the Panthers are going through the gauntlet, too. I call it the gauntlet. Really should be establishing a win streak when you go through the NFC East. But, <laughs> oh, man. So they, I mean, the Panthers have it way more put together than put together than the Eagles. And... I swear, some people probably think I'm drunk when I do this just because I end up talking and I just ended up kind of running all my words together like that. And I think it's, I don't know why it's a lack of enunciation. I think I just get really excited and I want to start talking really fast and I feel like I have to talk really fast and I don't. So you're welcome. Little inside baseball for you there. And I don't even like baseball. Yeah, the Eagles are going to lose. I I'm, I'm have to pick the Panthers on this because, I mean, come on. I don't know what you, Jalen Hurts, he threw for couple hundred yards. Devontae Smith had a great game. Their rushing game was non-existent. I mean, we're just not put together. I I honestly, as a fan, I have no faith. Sure, I want them to put it together, and I want Jalen Hurts to start looking like a premier quarterback. But so far, he's proven me right, and all of us naysayers right, or doubters, skeptics right, and just not been that good. So the Panthers should beat us. And we'll go to 1-4, and four along, uh, hopefully along with the Giants, but... Titans, Jags. Uh, Titans should definitely win. Jags had a little spark of good. Uh, Titans come off a struggle game, struggle trap game. They get two trap games in a row. Typically, you don't see them make that same mistake twice. But, I mean, the Jags could, Jags could see them as vulnerable. And that watching that film against the Jets could give them just enough confidence to actually come out and put up a fight. But I think if the Titans stick to their game, their good game plan of give Derek the ball... And they should be all right. So I'm going to pick the Titans. Patriots, Texans. So the Patriots should win. All right, Chicago and Las Vegas. You know, 90% of you picked Las Vegas. Chicago looked good last week, though. But I don't think they're quite put together enough. And they got some weird drama going on with head coach Nagy. Um, he's living up to his name of Nagy and he is being super Nagy about Andy Dalton. I want Andy Dalton to be the starter. He's our guy, but maybe not. It's always an open competition. At some point you start wrecking your team because they don't know who to follow. All right. Browns chargers. Now this one, I'm truly torn behind Browns coming off a rough week. Chargers coming off a pretty good game. 48 it's 48-52 in favor of the Chargers. So I'm going to go with the Chargers, I think. I'm slight favorite. I mean, the Browns really have a good setup with their monstrous backfield. Um, they got a good receiving core, solid defense, but they, they really looked discombobulated against the Vikings. And I think the Chargers, they're scheming, they're game planning. I mean, 
was very, very good against the Raiders. And I think that's kind of what, how the Vikings got the Browns. And so I see that's where their advantage is. Oh boy. Now we got another Hyper Bowl, folks. The Cowgirls against the Little Giants. All right. Um, so, you know, normally my, my go-to prediction is a tie where nobody wins or a, a lightning delay so long. And this is in Jerry World. So lightning delay at Jerry World that causes the game to be postponed and ultimately canceled and nobody gets a win. Also, nobody gets paid. That would be ideal, right? That probably won't happen. Um, look, the Giants surprised everybody last week because they remembered they have Saquon. Now, the real question is, will the Cowboys revert to not living up to their potential, saying we're overly talented, but we underperform, right? That's kind of their shtick, okay? And in these Hyper Bowls, you can't sleep on either team. It is a rivalry game. So, I don't know. I, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm almost just at a point where I'm not going to do a pick and just take the no points here, right? However, I definitely think that the Giants are making a play for that draft pick, and I think Daniel Jones is going to throw some spectacular interceptions. Now, hopefully they'll give it to Saquon, and that'll kind of keep it decently competitive, but we'll see. That's my prediction. I'm going with the Cowboys, but we do have, we do have Connor did send us in his prediction for this week as well. So let's go ahead and check in on that. They are going to lose this game. All right. Thank you, Connor, for your prediction once again. I look forward to hearing future predictions from you. Appreciate you sending that in, buddy. All right. Moving on to the next game. We've got the Battle of the Reds, San Francisco versus Arizona. 88% of you picked Arizona, the only undefeated team in the league. And yes, that's who I'm going with. I'm going with Arizona as well. San Francisco seems to have a little bit of a QB carousel. They benched Jimmy G, put in Trey Lee. That doesn't work trying to rhyme. Trey Lance. But Trey Lance is a little rook coming in here, all right? And so while he may have a little bit more talent than Jimmy G, his problems are different than Jimmy G. And you're going to see that exposed by Arizona. Plus, also, Arizona's just too high-powered right now. They're not going to be able to keep up. It's fine. You're not going to get the botched coverages like you did against Seattle, where freaking Debo was wide open. He threw an easy, slow pass, and nobody got to Debo by the time the pass got there, and he just ran in it for like 60 yards for a touchdown. You're not going to get that. Are you crazy? Oh, now here's the game of the week. Sunday night, bringing us some heat again. Buffalo... Kansas City. Now, this is actually a hard pick. Buffalo, who I would say has had a relatively easy schedule, at least the last couple weeks. Kansas City, who had an easy last week, but had some struggles because had some tough games early on. So, I, I don't know. I Have we cracked the code a little bit? Is there some cracks in their armor? I am going to say yes, but they still have the, they are still very, very, very good. But I think Buffalo right now, so see, Buffalo's going to come in and they're going to they're face a real challenge. So the question becomes, is Kansas City, who's already faced those challenges, going to start bouncing back, finding their stride? Is Buffalo going to crumble at their first challenge? Or is Buffalo going to stand up and say, no, 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 we're the, here, this is the real deal, this is our year. And that's why I'm going with the 45% of you who made this pick, and I'm picking Buffalo to take down the Chiefs to go to 4-1. Chiefs to go two and three. Wow, it's crazy, right? 
So we'll see. But honestly, I think that's going to be a great game. Really excited for it. Then Monday night, just a friendly reminder, watch this on mute because there is no Monday night Manning or watch it on mute and just rip the audio of the Manning brothers from previous games and just play it. Even though it won't make sense as far as who they're talking about, you at least get them in your ear, okay? And it'll be and that'll still be better. That irrelevant commentary, overly specific to the first two games that they did, will be better, first three games, will be better than whatever generic commentary you will get from Steve Levy and his love for saying saying deep penetration. Uh I almost slipped up there. That would have been interesting. Uh <laughs> Wow. But yeah, so I don't know. I'm way less excited. I still think it'll be a decent game. Uh, you have the Colts Ravens. 96% of you picked the Ravens, probably rightly so, because I think they will handle business, but the Colts could put up a fight. I mean, Carson's really bouncing back from that double ankle sprain, so Jonathan Taylor showed his wheels, albeit Miami really, they, they look kind of broke from the highlights I saw. So in some ways, lots of big cracks in their armor. So we'll just see. I mean, I'm going to pick the Ravens because I think the Colts quite, haven't quite figured it out. They won't figure it out. They'll have a. They'll maybe go 500 this season. And then next year, if they can build on what they have, they'll actually be good. The Ravens are already good. So that's why I'm going to pick the Ravens. Uh, how many total points will be scored? I'm going to say 45. So no, that's impossible. That's an idiot score. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't do it exactly in half. No, I'm going to say 45. 28-17? Yeah, that's reasonable. 45. Those are my picks. What are your picks? Remember, follow the link below and you can join. Uh, I'll try and put the Krachowski link in the description. But I think that should do it for this uh, NFL episode, this week's NFL episode. Let me know what you're looking forward to or let me know why you, you know, why do you miss the Manning, Monday Night Manning so, so much? Because uh, I know we all do. And anything and everything. Remember, send in your predictions, your thoughts. You can follow that in the link to the website, and it'll give you social media. You can reach out that way, or you can record your, your voice memo. You can email that in, send that in directly. There's so many different ways. And don't forget, if you listen on Spotify, double-check that description real quick and look for any questions or polls that I have put up. And I think the question this week is, at least that I'm going to say right now in this moment, is, is the Krachowski the butt fumble 2.0? I'm leaning towards Yes but I can be convinced otherwise. So thanks so much for being a part of the Hanya Accord and listening to this episode of the Rambling Viking Podcast. Remember to keep it PDFG every single day because that's how we keep it here on the RF, the dang it, the Rambling Viking. So it kind of rhymes, right? On the Rambling Viking, if you got to say it like that, that's stupid though and I hate it. And I'm sorry, I will never do that again. I will not subject your ears to that. Um, And I will understand if you quit listening right here. But yeah. All right. That does it for this episode. Thank you so much from your head, Hanyak. I will see you next time.